Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hi-ho, everybody. Welcome back to Disney Plus Us, our Disney Plus podcast, where each week we take a look at another piece of content on that there Disney Plus streaming service. We've done animated shorts. We've done TV shows. There's another TV show next week. Uh, we've done movies, but never have we done a proper stage musical. And now we can because Hamilton is out on Disney Plus, which is totally crazy. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Griffin Tunnell. Evan cannot be here this week. Uh, he is dealing with some stuff, but not to worry. We have a special guest this week. Introduce yourself, please. I'm Ashley. Hello, Ashley. You've been on before. Never as Disney Plus I, Us, though. No, I was on when we did Lady in the Tramp, the live, the live one. Yeah, that was back when we the podcast was named The Happy Place. Yeah. <laughs> and Amanda, you're here as well. Hi. Sisters. You're there. Um, yeah. I feel like I just need to introduce you guys because, you know, podcast etiquette, I, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're talking about Hamilton today. My favorite. <laughs> um, I want to start this with, like, an actual apology because I have given you, Ashley, so much shit for this play. You have. Since we lived together, like, two years ago. Yeah. I have to take I'm gonna take mo not all of it but I will take most of that back because uh yeah. damn this is good I know you used to make fun of me you, like not like not like mean but like you'd be like I don't get the hype I just don't get it well for you so know? I'll get I'll get into that but yeah when Hamilton initially came out I was just not into it largely just because it was so much like over there was so much hitting, of Hamilton hitting me at once that I just overcompensated in the opposite direction. I get it. Mm. It's okay. I'll accept. I'll accept the apology. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's deserved. I I will admit that. It's so good though. It is, and we are going to talk about that here in a little bit. A little bit of housekeeping first. First off, thank you for listening. Uh, we're trying to get more and more guests on the show, so if you are interested in being a guest, go ahead and find us on Twitter at D plus us, and shoot us a DM. We're always happy to have people on, and it's just a good time to talk about Disney movies for about an hour, or in this case, a musical. Never going to get used to that. Uh, because this is a musical, we're going to break it up into two acts, because that's how it is. Honestly, thank God there's an intermission in this, uh, in the actual <laughs> video of it. Because I, I don't think I could watch it all at once. I could. <laughs> I should say, I paused it to take a bathroom break a few times. I ran for it. I was like, Amanda, Amanda, hold on. And she was like, she's like, you want to pause it? And I was like, no. And I ran. There is, it does, there is something weird, though, about pausing a musical like that. I, I, I wanted to see if I could make it. It was like a minute. Like 30 seconds. It's not even a minute. It's like, yeah, it was really short. I was like, oh, no. All right, so before we jump into the actual way we do the show, each week we go through the plot. There's a couple other things I want to talk about, though. Um, Ashley, I'd say if it's say we're theater safe to say we're theater nerds. Yes. <laughs> I would say it's really say safe. That. We talk about it a lot. How did you how did you get into theater? Oh gosh, um, I mean, like growing up, like 
my grandma and my mom always really liked theater. So we were always like me and me and me and Amanda were always kind of like around it. And then uh, pretty much we just started harassing my mom to go to to go to shows growing up. And so it started with like Wicked when I was like really like, gosh, I was young. But we went to Wicked. We've seen Dear Evan Hansen. We actually saw Hamilton like a couple of years back. And it was so good. Um, and then it was like really interesting to like compare the one that we saw versus like the one that was put on Disney Plus. But I mean, we've always kind of been into musicals. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I know for me, I was like quintessential theater kid. Like, oh, yeah. I started doing theater for my school in kindergarten. Oh, my gosh. Dude, there's still photos out there. I think I should send them to you sometime because it's, it's funny to see how young I was. Nothing will be when, oh, gosh, I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade, and I I don't know why. I think my mom encouraged me to do it, but I was in the Lion King play. You were not. I was in College Park, Yeah. And I got cast as a hyena, which makes a lot of sense if you know me. Yeah. And um, the makeup was so embarrassing, though, that I put my hair over my face and everyone called me Cousin It um, because <laughs> it was horrible. I was, like, so scared to be up, up there. And um, there's a video somewhere of me, like, horrified you know, looking like Cousin It on the stage. <laughs> I was the lead in one of our musicals, but mom didn't go, so there's no footage of me out there. No. They, they recorded, I'm pretty sure, don't they? I don't know, but I didn't have a singing role. Gold Duster Bust. Oh man. Yeah, there's um there's a couple out there. Um I remember back when I was so the way it worked was like kindergarten through I think it was fifth grade, you were just like in a chorus. And then you got like actual roles past that. See, that's kinda smart. <laughs> um, I remember though, like some of the stuff I did. One time I played a school bully. And I had to bully my best friend. Did you cry about it later? I kid you not. So when we were rehearsing it, like I had him like the quintessential, like holding shirt, super close face to face. Right. Looking your lunch money. And he and I just looked at each other and then just busted out laughing. Oh man. Like, we just could not hold it together. Um, but yeah, start eating. <laughs> but yeah, there's still footage of the musical I did in high school. And it's, it's out there somewhere. I, I got to find that. Yeah, I, did. I helped my friends who did, like, all the lighting and stuff. I, I was never in the, the musicals. Yeah. It's, looking There's back, like it's the, not surprising the, that I was there. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that would just be fun to say because we are talking about a musical. Now, before we jump into the actual spoilers, I do have a couple more things. Um... I want to know what your favorite song is in this entire musical. Oh, there's, there's a lot. I know. I know my number. Yeah. Your favorite. I already know my favorite. Like hands down. I have my favorite song. I know every word to it. All right. I hit me. Hit me. Nonstop. Easily my favorite song. Yeah. It's the last song of the first act. It's like six or seven minutes. It's so long. It's amazing. It's awesome. For me, it's either that or uh, your obedient servant. That was one of Amanda's. I have a deep love for One Last Time, but Burn has a new place in my heart. Burn's really good. Burn was really good, yeah. I also want to just give a quick shout out, shout out to Everything King George Third does. Mm. <laughs> I, yes. You'll be back. My, my favorite is that that's Kristoff. And trying to imagine Kristoff singing 
the parts of King jo- Like, it's just funny to me. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so, yeah. So, what we do with this show, uh, each week we go through the plot bit by bit, breaking things down. Generally, we talk about, like, animation and all that stuff. But uh, this is a musical, so this should be really interesting to see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, let's go ahead and start with Act 1. Oh. Right off the bat. Um, so, mind you, I had not seen this before watching this uh this video the video thing is, when you watch it you understand the songs like a lot more than when you just listen to, to it to be fair though i think the first two songs of the musical are the worst ones i would agree really? yeah like my shot alexander hamilton aaron burser i think those are all the worst ones hmm. but yeah, yeah i um i literally I was- had not listened to the music before watching this i was fully blind See, I feel like my least favorite song is Farmer's Refuted. See, I think that one's fun. Like, it's fun, but it's probably my least favorite. That's fine. All right, so Act 1 starts with we get um, some information on Alexander Hamilton, who he is, all being sung uh, by the chorus in Aaron Burr, which was totally a twist. I wasn't expecting that he is, like, the narrator and just as big in this musical as Hamilton. Oh, it's amazing. He basically, like, it's, like, my favorite part is, like, in the very beginning, they basically, like, kind of go over, like, the fact that, like, you know he's going to kill him. Yeah. And, like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I it's love like, that he's, like, the narrator. I'm really thinking thing. about it. Like, those two, their two stories of who they were are so intertwined that it just makes so much sense to have this. I think Burr was just misunderstood. I <laughs> You know, probably was shot in two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, no. so uh, in 1776, Hamilton uh, it arrives in New York, meets Burr, John Lawrence, Marquise de Lafayette, and Hercules Mulligan. Uh, Aaron Burr, sir, is the song there. Um, then we get My Shot, which just holy crap. What? That, that, that's probably like the most known song from the whole musical. Yeah, I was um I was watching something before this of like of um Lin Manuel Miranda breaking down like how he wrote that song of like the different forms of rap mm-hmm. and how they were he was pulling from different eras and bringing that all together and it's such a cool cool fucking song. I know, right? I don't know. It's it's just like it's got a lot of like upbeat like melodies. You like hear everything, but then it also got like the rap. It's just, that's like him, I guess, in a song, you know? That's like the most iconic song of the musical. Yeah. We learn a bit about all of their different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Goals here. Uh, Mulligan, who's a spy. Lafayette, who wants to free France. Lauren wants to, uh, Lawrence wants to create the first all-black battalion. Burr doesn't really have any goals. Burr's kind of just there. He just wants to be in power. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really have any, like ambitions i mean he has like you know like a goal ultimately but nothing that's really like supporting his like ideals he just wants to carry on his legacy yeah he just he wants he wants like a legacy he wants you know eventually later like for his kid but yeah i feel like legacy legacy is the big one that they consistently talk about within the the musical yeah um i think i'll get back to that in a little bit, though. Um, they're talking. They get to know each other. Uh, Hamilton is doing the group. Uh, they sing the story of tonight. 
which will consistently pop up over and over and over very well. Um, we also, the, after that, we meet Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy Schuyler. I think I'm saying that right. Eliza. Eliza. I am sorry. I was so focused on saying that last name right that I just glossed over Eliza's name. Skyler, yeah. Skyler, yeah. Honestly, I relate to Peggy. Peggy literally just says her name. A couple times and, like, and has forgotten. words in the song. And like, you don't hear from her again. But then in the musical, like, it's okay because Peggy turns into Mariah Reynolds later on. Yeah. And like, that's, you know, iconic. Mm-hmm. But um, Peggy, I get it. Dude, as soon as they hop on stage, they steal the show. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's Angelica, um, Eliza, and Peggy. And then Burr's in that one, too. Yeah. At the beginning. Um, we learn more about them, who they are. Uh, they have they have lots of money. That's really all we need to know about them in the context of this, though. Um, let's see. Sam, here, after that, we get another. We get Farmer Refuted uh, with... Samuel Seabury warning everyone about Cong- dangers of Congress and Hamilton just just ripping this guy to shreds, just bashing everything he says. Yeah. Like I I agreed where I agree when I the say the song was super fun. Where it was like I like the plan words. Yeah, I forget. Oh, there was like the point where Hamilton just switches from changing his words to just straight making fun of the guy was just such a good transition to me. It's like a playful song. Show some playful spirit. <laughs> well, we get another playful song right after this with uh, You'll Be Back. Oh, iconic. Um, Love him. Every once in a while throughout the play, King George pops in to just, you know, give what's happening there. I love how, like, his role is so satirical. It's like so good. They know, like he just so over exaggerates everything, and it's Jonathan amazing. Jonathan Groff said it's how he learned to make a lot with just a little, because apparently he only has like nine minutes of free time in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and there's one point where he pops up in another like completely unrelated song, and I was like, wait, what is he doing here? Reynolds pamphlet. <laughs> Reynolds pamphlet. Yeah, that one. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> just laughing about him. You're like, oh, so good. Can you imagine being, like, in a musical that's, like, two and a half hours long and you have nine minutes to just, like, own it? I've had that. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, No, it's funny. A lot of, like, comedic relief characters end up, especially in musicals like this, end up getting that of you have a super short amount of time, but if you do it right, you are the most memorable part of the musical. Oh, it's so good. He, like, really did well, but my favorite is just, like, the close-ups in the in the musical, you can just see him spitting everywhere. Honestly, yeah. I think it adds. Yeah. It really does. I think it's on character. <laughs> it's on brand for who he's portraying. Or what's totally funny to me about this is Hamilton was performed in England. Like they did this to the they showed this to the royal family. They know. And they laughed about <laughs> and they, they laughed their asses off about it because it's hilarious. Everyone understands. I, I think they they knew it wasn't supposed to be like malicious. They just thought it was like you know, like Book of Mormon. Yeah, it's like Book of Mormon. Like you know, I'm sure some people get upset, but like ultimately, well, yeah. like they know it's a joke. I I just want to know what's going through that actor's head of like, okay, I'm about to do this. Queen, of, England, of, Queen of England's out there, but not going <laughs> to worry about that. Oh, I would own it. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty good. what are you gonna do? You know, got to put on a show. 
Um, so Hamilton is itching to get into the fight. Um, and during the New York and New Jersey campaign, we finally meet George Washington, who just... That's Amanda's, like, oh. favorite person. His yes. voice is just, honestly, he just has, like, one of the best voices. So, yeah, I was taking notes when I was uh, watching this, just so that I remember um, points to hit. One of mine is literally just, the range of George Washington is wild. Oh, yeah. He, like, hits the notes. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, God, like, some of his songs, he holds the notes for, like, mm-hmm. so long. And you're staring, and you just can't look away. You're like, oh, man. Yeah, what was really interesting to me, and this is just a major testament to how this play is written, is that each each particular character has a very distinct style for their singing. I would say, like, one last time, like, just, like, really, like, George. that's George Washington's, like, song. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely that, up there. Yeah, like, that is the one. I would say either that or it's, I think it was history is oh, history has its eyes on you. As its eyes on you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, George Washington has the most, like I, I keep saying his range, but it's not just notes. It's ways he's able to sing. It's, the characters is really almost. dynamic. It is. Makes George Washington fun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Possible. It's awesome there. Uh, that is the song Right Hand Man. Um, Hamilton accepts the position as George Washington's aide-de-camp instead of being in field command, which is what he truly wanted. Uh, we get a little bit more exposition here from Burr, um, saying the one thing that they did have in common was something about hitting it off with the ladies. I forget exactly what he said, but it was <laughs> it was a transition of, of transitions. Ladies, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next scene is at Philip Schuler's ball, um, the song being A Winter's Ball, where Eliza falls in love with Alexander. But so does Angelica. So does Angelica. Um, we get these two songs back to back, Helpless and yeah. Satisfied. Okay, but like the rewind part of Satisfied, can we just like talk about that for yes, a second? I was hoping you were going to say that. It is... The choreography of that is so impressive with, like, everyone moving as well as the spinning stage. Like, they literally do the entire routine forward and then have to completely replicate it backwards. At, like, double time, too. It's so crazy how they did it. I was just sitting there and I was like, there's no freaking way. Like, when we saw it live the first time... I literally, my jaw just, like, dropped open. And then, like, seeing it on TV, I was just like, oh, it's just as good as I remembered. Yeah, what I've found is many musicals have, like, that one jaw-dropping moment. Like, oh, so for cool. me with Dear Evan Hansen, it's when you saw, like, all with how they use the screens and all of the people talking. Uh-huh. Or another one, just because it's brought in my brain, um, Frozen. If you haven't seen the Frozen musical, it's awesome. But they do, oh, like... Wow. In the movie, how Elsa changes her outfit during Let It Go. They do that on stage with a rip-away outfit, and it's cool. I- I'm sidetracking. Apparently satisfied, like, almost was cut, though, from the final draft, because he said, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda said he didn't think he'd have enough time for Angelica's storyline. I'm so, so almost- happy to do it. They and, then, it. and then, like, later they ended up cutting a really good song and it was like they didn't want to take away from Byrne later on, but it was supposed to be like Angelica's view of what Hamilton had done. 
with like like basically like everything that happened with Mariah Reynolds and Angelic has this like really cool rap and then they ended up just cutting it because they didn't want to take away from like Eliza's song because it predominantly like like goes around Eliza so then they didn't want to like you know overshadow like overshadow her I guess yeah I almost wish they added that but I also I really see do see why they I get why they didn't but like Eliza deserves the most that's Amanda's favorite person in the whole. I don't know my favorite. I also love Burr and Washington. But she's I think we just love everybody in this musical, to I, be honest. I really like everyone. Honestly, my, I would say my favorite person in the whole musical is Jefferson. Jefferson was I, great. I really loved Hercules. There's so much attitude. Yeah. I When Jefferson first shows up, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to like this. And then he starts talking. I'm like, okay, yep, I love this. What about the banger of a number? Oh, dude, what did I miss? Banger. Like, start off, like, oh, man. He, like, made an entrance. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. I know. Um, but, no, I do want to give a shout-out to uh, Hercules. For just whatever he starts rapping, it just takes over and kills it. He's a funny guy. He's funny, dude. He's hilarious. Um, I really like that voice. So yeah, let's see. Um, things are going be- worse and worse. Hamilton uh, learn is trying to get commander, but instead uh, Charles Lee gets commander. Makes an awful mess of the deal. <laughs> Dude, this kid, this guy, this actor was awesome. I was again dying of laughter. Oh man, I would say that's a really well-known line from the musical too. Like it's just Whee! so funny. Yeah. Um, Hamilton wants to challenge him to a duel, but cannot be due to a uh, direct order from Washington. Lawrence says he will take his place. Um, and Hamilton helps him. Uh, Lawrence ends up injuring Lee, uh, who ends up yielding. Uh, the Ten Duel Commandments is the song here, and it fucking rocks. 100%. And I love that they, like, redo it later. Like, it comes in later, too. Yeah, it comes in tw- two more times. Which I, I appreciate. That's my favorite thing. Like, everything's connected. I yeah. like the music to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Because I, I love it. It's like, there's no... There really aren't a ton of, like, reprise. It's just that when elements of one song need to go into another, they go, and it flows so well. Oh, yeah. That's the shit I do like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Washington suspends Hamilton uh, over the duel, sends him home, where Eliza re- reveals that she is, in fact, pregnant. Um, she's been pregnant for a month. She told Washington, but not Hamilton, uh, begging Washington to tell- send him home. And that really explains Washington's performance during Beat Me Inside. Oh, yeah. So good. So freaking good. And then they the have Philip. <laughs> then they got Philip. Oh, poor Philip. Uh, <laughs> so it, it feels weird going through the plot of you know history. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's also been like altered. Yeah. yeah, like oh yeah, like everything that uh that Hamilton did to like Native Americans is totally not here. Yeah, but, you know they cut out a lot of the problematic things. But, like, you know, Lin-Manuel was talking, and he's like, you know, how do you fit an entire guy's, like, entire life in two and a half hours? Yeah. And I would say, like, ultimately, like, I think, like, you know what? 
I know that it's like a positive spin on the guy, but like also there's a lot of like negatives about people him too. Say, people say that um, the two statements, the founding fathers are awful people and Hamilton is a banger musical should both be able to exist. Yeah, I agree. It's one of the things of like, I very much enjoyed the greatest showman. I'm never going to say that PT Barnum was an amazing human being. Agreed. But damn, that's a good, a good movie. Yeah. Me and Anna were just talking about in the car like two days ago. Jeremy Jordan, I learned, was supposed to be Zac Efron. Oh, that would have been so much better. I think it would have been great. But apparently they like wanted the name of Zac Efron. That's not I mean, surprising. I, when, you have, when you have like Zendaya and you have, I, I was you know, like everyone in it. I get it. It's it's fair. Um, yeah. Let's see. Where were we? Uh, we were on That Would Be Enough. Um... Lafayette persuades France to get involved um, and urges Washington to bring Hamilton back for the siege of Yorktown. Basically explaining, look, you're not going to win this without this guy. It's just not going to work. Yep. Um, And he's totally right in that sense. Washington agrees, um, explains to him, look, you're willing to die. Be careful. Yeah. Um, like I said, history has its eyes on you. One of my favorite standout highlights. Um, at the siege of Yorktown, Hamilton meets up with Lafayette. They take down the British. Um, Logan reve- ha- reveals that he has been the spy in the awesomest rap verses rap verse in the musical. Um, oh, it's bleeped out, but you know. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I get why they're bleeping things out for Disney Plus because they are trying to make it extremely family they're friendly and whatnot. They only bleep out, I think, like two, two F-bombs. of the words, and then they leave in like shit. But I mean, the one later on, uh, that it was already bleeped out to begin with. So there's like, there's one that they actually bleeped out in the edit. That is, it's this one and one other one. Yeah, um, but like the third F word that was already bleeped oh, yeah, out in the musical to begin with. So that one was fine. Yeah. But honestly, the two that they cut out were weirdly distracting to me. Yeah, you think it would have just been better if they left it? Yeah. I didn't even It's one of those things where it's like production or it's in. They cut all the F words. They kept shit. Okay. They kept shit. They kept damn. They kept a bunch in there, but F words were just not okay. Apparently, it was going to make like the rating higher. It would have had to be a higher rating than, like, PG-13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, so um, PG-13s are only allowed one F-bomb. Yeah. Yep. Uh, with There has been exceptions to that rule, though, so I feel like they could have explained the exception here and gotten it, but... Oh, well. It, it is what it is. Um, uh, we learned a little bit more about the fallout with Yorktown. The world turned upside down. Everyone's kind of just in shock that they actually won. I mean, understandable. <laughs> uh, we get we get another another glimpse into King George's life with what comes next. Of like, okay, rule yourselves, bitches. He's like, hell yeah. He's like, you're nothing without me. Yeah, he's like, you'll come running back. Honestly, I I love that his songs are just like they're. Totally like love songs that as the way they're written and the way the music is. It's like going back. It's like a breakup song. Yeah, totally. Like a lighthearted, like comedic 
you know it's nice honestly just jonathan graf's voice yeah beautiful mm-hmm. the, his range i don't even think we know what range means Mom's calling why is mom calling her. me from downstairs <laughs> yeah actually I mean, actually what do you think range means it's just like the notes that you hit like the, like it's like the lowest to the highest but he he hits he hits some beautiful notes so yeah the range is the key in which you can sing yeah uh but range can also apply to style yeah oh he's so he just nails his role surprise griffin's a music nerd i feel like i've established that on this show um so that's what comes next lafayette returns to france uh gonna try to start his own revolution there uh philip is born and burr also has a daughter uh theodosia um i think i'm saying that right yeah theodosia um and we get this awesome like kind of side by side song between the two of them mm-hmm. both just enamored at their children um again yeah. kind of showing that thesis and antithesis of these two characters i can use fancy words if i want to <laughs> no seriously I, I generally sound like a total idiot on this uh on this show welcome to my life i, I sound like a total idiot there too um okay. <laughs> Hamson receives a letter um from his friend Lawrence's father that uh Lawrence has been killed in a battle that started after the war had ended um which you know it's weird when musicals and movies do like a historical death moment but this one, because, like, they don't always hit well. Yeah. But this one hit. This one hit well. Um, it did. At least for me. We're going to go peppy song. <laughs> to brutal just sadness. Um, Why you a cat like that? What's wrong with you? Wait, what's happening? Amanda's just biting into a whole Kit Kat. Like, she's not breaking riddle. it. You, there's, you break it. Quiet. <laughs> you know, I'm going to appreciate it. I'm going to say that Ashley's wrong here. The other one's better. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. You didn't like that Kit Kat. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, well. Um, now, in this one, I love the lighting of this, though, with, like, Lauren singing the, um, oh, what was it? The Story of Tonight, but he's got, like, that blue light on him. Because he's passed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cool. Yeah, and then we see like something similar at the very end where like everyone who has passed on is wearing white and oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh my favorite at the my very favorite end, yeah. Anthony characters. I was like my favorite thing that I got to see, like when you like rewatch it, so there's one um woman, yeah, she's the bullet. And if you didn't notice, like she basically signifies death, like death throughout the entire yeah. musical. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just say for a brief moment, it's distracting how good looking like the entire chorus is. Right? I was saying that too. I was like, man, I just want to watch them too. Like I'm gonna have to rewatch it just to watch them. Like I just yeah. want I just want their workout routine, honestly. Yeah. When you're in love with like every single character, not even just as a character, as a person themselves, it's kinda of hard to choose favorites. Because you're just, like, fangirling over everyone. Yeah. 
Yeah, fair. Um, so in response to Lawrence's death, um, Hamilton throws himself into his work. Uh, he co-authors the Federalist Papers. Um, and this this was the bit of the musical that I did know of, like, Hamilton wrote the other 51 line. Yeah. And I know that because Ashley liked to say that line a lot. <laughs> and I heard it a lot through the wall. Dude, I had to read those in class once and I think I made it through the first one and then just stopped. You were like, I'm done here. <laughs> we had to read the most important ones, whatever that means. I don't whatever even... that means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember why I had to read those. Just remembered it sucking. I don't think I I read them in gut. Well, I was in the advanced class. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so cool. Like I don't even remember. I don't know, I'm trying to remember high school, but I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> um, he wrote co-authors the Federalist Papers. Uh, Washington selects him as his Secretary of the Treasury, with a hilarious and awesome moment here, like okay. Treasury or State. Alexander. <laughs> Alexander. I could do the whole song. Okay, well, I'm gonna stop you here for the sake of copyright. <laughs> Um, yeah. Now I'm like them guys. Copyright. Oh, thank you, Griff. Um, I'm just going to keep moving and ignore that. <laughs> Eliza begs Hamilton to stay. Angelica moves to London. Uh, it's sugar daddy. I understand. Honestly, fair. We respect it. The hustle. You know, she's the oldest. She has to. She has to, she has to marry for money. Not for love. I'd be a better. I mean, like, that's half of what satisfied is about i know so sad um but yeah Non-stop it's okay happens. he just wants eliza to share which is kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> if i'm being honest yeah i agree maybe it wasn't weird for the time i guess we'd never really know but it still feels weird this just in polygamy the hot take I mean, cops don't really arrest for polygamy. You can get by pretty easily. You know, whatever works, right? <laughs> We're going to pretend I didn't say that. Let's keep going. <sighs> okay. <laughs> That's the end of Act 1. The disappointment. Um, That was such a good stopping point for Act 1, too. Oh, it was a hell of a song. My favorite. Like, I love that they kept kind of, like, his coming up and, like, the revolution is act one and the aftermath is act two. It was really well split up. Mm -hmm. You get get Theodosia after. So act two starts with Thomas Jefferson returning to America after being the U.S. ambassador of France in What Did I Miss? Hell yeah. Ashley, you like the song a lot. I do. The dancing. So good. The song. So good. Why do you love this song so much? I don't know. It's just so fun. It's a real show tune. It's like, yeah, it almost has like, like, it sounds kind of weird, but like there's certain parts of the song that almost have like more of a like traditional show tune musical vibe to it. Yeah. Rather than like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like the song stands out compared to some of the other songs because the other songs have like similar like, um... I'm trying to think of the correct word, like style, 
I guess. Like, a lot of them are similar in terms of, like, rapping or, like, this one was just so different from everything and it doesn't really include any of the like repeating songs like i just thought it was interesting yeah i get that i think i relate this one most to uh king george's songs of something totally different i just thought it was really fun like an upbeat and like you know i don't know i also thought it was oh you go ahead Oh, no. It just, okay, just me and my friends like to, you know, and Alexander Hamilton's introducing himself, and he's like, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> that part's the best part of the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like this also as just the intro into the second act. It's just so good. Because it's just like, it immediately brings the energy back up, and then transitions that energy into Cabinet Battle number one. Um, oh, good. You get into like a full, like... Full rap battle. Oh, yeah. Which, okay, Um. so the brief kind of story parts of it. Um, Jefferson comes back. Um, why am I blanking on historical names all of a sudden? Madison. Madison. Madison there we go. <laughs> I, I swear I did well in history. Sure you did. Um, sure. Madison's like, yo, we got this Hamilton guy. We need to stop him from doing things. Uh, and that's what sparks the debate. Um... They have their debate about the uh, financial proposal that Hamilton has in place. Uh, Hamilton kind of falls apart and gets emotional within the debate. Um, Whether Washington pulls him aside, it's like, you're going to have to compromise here. Yep. I loved Washington, like, introing the rap battle. <laughs> it only makes sense, you know? Honestly, though, I didn't like the rap battle as much as I thought I was going to. Like, that's fair yeah, you overhyped this for me yeah you don't really sing along to yeah to the rap battle mm-hmm. it's just like it's cool to listen to but it's not like it's not like one of those songs where you're like listening to and you're like man i gotta scream it you know especially when you have songs like the room where it happened and say no to this coming up in just a little bit oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so he Am- hamilton's kind of pissed about having to compromise and goes off to do his thing um for hamilton-esque yeah eliza's like dude take a break <laughs> um like, i can't i was a poor congress he's like gotta get my plan through congress this one hurt because it references yeah um yeah she's traveling upstate to visit her father with their son um angelica will also be there um, and also I just like heavily relate to this song because you know I don't take breaks. No, you don't. <laughs> like literally after this, I'm going to work on more video work because <laughs> I'm me. Um, this is when Hamilton um eventually gets stressed out enough and starts having an affair with Maria Reynolds, and is then blackmailed by her husband. Into my life. Well, okay, it's okay. It's so weird to me that, like, literally, <laughs> when you think about it, when I was watching this the first time, I was like, "Oh, so this this woman's getting like the shit beat out of her by her husband." And instead of like Hamilton being like, "Oh, let me help her," he's like, "I'm gonna have sex with this woman." Yeah. <laughs> like I was thinking I mean, about how it. How can you say and, no to it? And I was like, I was like, D- does this really make sense? Like. She's like, my husband's abusing me and mistreating me. And he's like, I'm going to have sex. Yeah, it definitely feels a little weird. The um, worst part is later when you find out it's been like at his house. Oh, yeah. It's like his house the entire time. 
which is like it's also like that makes sense but it's still kind of it just it's it's just yeah. like a whole bunch of messed up i was like man <laughs> i mean but also like this is i think this is the first if not one one of the first uh, like sex scandals in american politics oh man it's wild did it actually happen i don't know i i, I believe he, so i thought that he had written that this was a plot that he had like made up now i want to look it up yeah i um i don't remember exactly i want to say something happened i know that i just don't remember if it was exactly this like i know briefly of because there was a scandal because that's the reynolds pamphlet right but i'm wondering if it's like exactly how it was you know portrayed i'm sure that there are like some differences yeah there's some in there for sure i just i don't remember the specifics on this one so i'm not going to try to say i do yeah like i know that there was some sort of scandal but i don't know if it was exactly how how it was like portrayed in the musical yeah um so in probably the weirdest transition after this um Burr talks for a little bit. Ham, uh, Hamilton, Jefferson, and Madison create the Compromise of 1790 over a private dinner. Oh, the room where it happens. The room where it happens. Um, Hamilton's financial plan in exchange for uh, the country's permanent capital being on the Potomac River. Which basically didn't matter. Literally at all. He literally got what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, well done, Hamilton. Uh, I love the room where it happens. Yeah, is that your favorite? No, um, not at least. It's definitely not my favorite in this act. Um, my act made in this act is definitely your obedient servant. Um, but I love that they totally address of, like, no one actually knows what happened there. I mean, Burr's angry singing is the best. Oh, dude, he's heated. He just wants to be included. Like, I get it. Yeah, FOMO. Like, that's like, you know, it's like they're going out to dinner and he's not invited, you know? I get it. I'd be upset. Yeah. Um, in res- Burr, you know, just trying to get into the room where it happens. Uh, Burr switches political parties, defeating uh, Philip um, Schuyler Hamilton's, um, oh, what is it? Father Father-in-law. Um, so he is now polit- a political rival for Hamilton as well as just, you know, a but general rival. Parties just so he can, like, be in a position of power. I respect it. <laughs> like, he, he, he very much finally, I like this turn in him of he finally just starts trying to take it into his own hands. He um, can't just wait for it. Yeah, he, he finally ditches his whole, uh, what is it, like, talk less, smile more. Yeah. Um, I respect you. We have another cabinet meeting after this, cabinet battle number two, in which Jefferson and Hamilton argue over assisting France. Um, yeah. They ditched the boy Lafayette. So easily. Um, I know. President Washington agrees with Hamilton, decides to remain neutral, having uh, Hamilton write his address for that. Um, yep. Jefferson, Matt, Madison, and Burr meet 
um, and decided to join forces just to get rid of Hamilton, uh, the song Washington on Your Side. Um, they're scheming, they're coming up with plans, uh, and the only plan they can decide with is for Jefferson to resign so that he can run for president. Yes, sir. Uh, he sends his letter into Washington, and Washington also decides to retire. Um, Hamilton assists in writing his farewell address one, one last, last time. Yeah. Oh, such amazing. a big song. Every time George Washington has a song, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. Because it's George Washington, and in the play, he can do no wrong. It's just so good. Not in real life, but in the play. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point that out. Yeah. Um, we get another... We get a, probably King George's best song here. Of his, just his shock that John Adams is going to be president. John Adams. I know him. Um, he's a yeah. fool. Uh, no, John Adams becomes the second president. Uh, with Jefferson becoming his vice president because he was the runner-up. Uh, he fires Hamilton... Uh, and in response, Hamilton writes, uh, a very long, very insulting critique of Adams. Uh, oh, yeah. the Adams administration is that song. Um, best line, sit down. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but, uh. Yeah, it's a good it's, one. It's good. Um, after this, we get, uh. We know where Hamilton is being. Yeah, Hamilton's being accused of um, embezzling government funds by Jefferson, Madison, and Burr. Uh, he creates another room where it happens scenario, where he's like, "If I show you the evidence, well, I'm just paying off, you know, my affair." Yeah. My adultery, it's fine. It's different. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and it's like, My no, you is fine. He's like, I'm good. And then they're like, okay, we'll keep a secret. And then he's like, I'm gonna tell the whole world anyway. Well, so they say they're gonna keep it a secret, but Bird definitely alludes to like, hey, I might leak this information. Yeah, I honestly never understand that thing. It's like, when you know what they say, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That like last line. I don't really get it. Yeah. And if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm kind of speaking out of my ass a little bit here. But if I, I want to say uh, with the with the actual like history of the Reynolds pamphlet, the information was going to come out. So Hamilton decided to get the jump on it. So it didn't look like he was being, you know, like, it, oh, it came from home, so it's better, right? Exactly. Um, uh, before the Reynolds pamphlet, though. Coming up to it, right? Yeah. Um, before Reynolds' pamphlet, we get the song Hurricane. Oh my god. Which has some of my favorite choreography and honestly some of my least favorite singing. Yeah. The choreography is beautiful in that scene. Mm -hmm. That's a skip song. Yeah. Another kind of like awesome moment is like when everyone stops and like you see them holding all the furniture and whatnot around the him. Really slow. So cool. The lighting is really beautiful. Yeah. Again, like that. that low blue light he's in the hurricane but yeah so he releases the reynolds pamphlet um just totally destroying his, yeah his entire relationship with eliza who burns all the letters hamilton wrote her um yeah you guys love burn 
It's so good. That song is strong. Um, we move on a little bit throughout history. Philip has grown up. Um, George Eaker has he challenged George Eaker to a duel, as uh, Eaker was shitting on Alexander Hamilton. Um, Philip, who has a strong like family like pride. Um. But Eker kills Philip. Rest in peace. Yeah, Philip uh, raises his gun skyward as yeah, a sense of surrender. But still gets killed and blow us all away. He shot early on seven. Yeah, he did. It's Which is why he thought he thought he counted wrong. That's why that's why when he talks to his mom. Mm-hmm. Um he does pass away. Uh, which causes um, Alexander and Eliza to, you know, actually talk and reconcile with each other and get back together. Um, and it's quiet uptown is just devastating. It's sad. My favorite is that, like, when it was done, like, no one claps. <laughs> it's, yeah, everyone's like, no just shocked. It's like, sad. Mm-hmm. Um... Time moves on for them, and we get to the election of 1800, where Jefferson is running against Burr. Uh, everyone wants to know what Hamilton's pick is between the two. He endorses, surprisingly, Jefferson. Jefferson. Um, I love the way he does it, saying, like, Jefferson, I've never agreed with him once, like, in our entire careers. That he's going for. He has beliefs, you know? Yeah. Burr has none. I respect it, but I also feel like Hamilton's just being, like, mean to Burr. I feel like yeah. Burr didn't really do anything to him, and Hamilton's just kind of being an asshole. Yeah, and we see, like, Burr during this song, like, at Hamilton's house, like, openly yeah. running. And it's, it's just... one of... Uh, yeah. I can formulate words on this. It's funny, because if you really think about it, and he had endorsed Burr, he, he wouldn't have died. <laughs> Yeah. My daddy regrets it in the grave. He's like, I'm no. He's like, <laughs> like I'm fine. It's like, yeah, nah, I'm good. Now, I really, again, really like it. It also kind of makes sense what he's saying, though, like, Burr's like, whole thing. Have, like, political beliefs. Mm-hmm. And Burr has flip-flop size just to get power so many times at this point that you you wouldn't know what to believe with him. Yeah. Um, Burr in anger challenges Hamilton to a duel. Via exchange of letters with your obedient servant. And then you get the bullet. I love your obedient servant, though. Purely just, like, the music's great. There's so, so much sass anger. There's so much sass in this one song. Burr is the sass master. Mm-hmm. I love his voice in that. He's, he's, like, literally sounds like he's so annoyed. And I, I respect it. I get it. I'd be pissed, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamilton writes, Hamilton writes his last letter to Eliza right before going out to the duel Yeah, and tells her to go back to bed. The best of wives and best of women is the song here. Uh, they travel to New Jersey, um, because no good can happen in New Jersey. And Uh, that's where his son died. Yeah. Um, he, Hamilton picked the spot of their duel. Mm hmm. Um, almost knowing. Um, 
During the duel, uh, Bert and Hamilton fire at each other. Hamilton intentionally misses. He points up to the sky. You could say he threw away his shot here. But um, and Bird didn't wait for it. No. Yeah. Bird did not wait for it. Bird just shot. Bird shot early. Because um, otherwise, why would he wear his glasses? You know, why would Hamilton wear his glasses if he wasn't going to kill him, right? Well, so in the song, um, I love what they point out here, where um, Burr was a terrible shot. Yeah. Um, like arguably one of the worst shots in the revolutionary war um and it's like it's one of those things that this is for some reason very well documented and he just and he just Mm -hmm. did it yeah he walked up and said you're done Mm -hmm. so yeah he decided he'd get an advantage by uh being an asshole yeah um have his daughter yeah I do love his line, though, of, like, the one thing I was thinking is you will not make an orphan of my daughter. Mm-hmm. That's good, because they talk about how, like, orphans are a recurring thing. Yeah. Because yeah. he was an he was an orphan. Yeah, so is... And so is Hamilton. Yeah. Um, Hamilton yeah. dies. Um, I think everyone who's read an American history book knew what was coming there. I mean, they all die. Everyone well, technically dies, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Eliza and Angelica by his side. Burr laments uh, in the world was wide enough. Um, kind of realizing, like, like, oh man, I fucked up. I will now forever be known as the man who killed Hamilton. Yep. At least he's got a legacy. Mm-hmm. He does have a legacy. <laughs> the man. I'm not sure I'd want him. that legacy. Eh, it's something. I mean, at least it's better than the uh, the Booths family. Ooh, yeah. Um, musical closes with "Who lives, who dies, who tells your story," and it ends on Eliza. Who? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love that they were like, "Oh yeah, Eliza did just as much as Hamilton." Oh yeah. They say that's why it's called Hamilton and not just Alexander Hamilton. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. My favorite is, like, everyone was, like, asking, like, why did she, like, scream at the end? And so, like, they were saying, like, when when Hamilton, like, loops around and he turns his back and he goes to the side, like, he's basically, like, acting as himself, like, as Lin-Manuel. And then, like, he's basically leading Eliza up and she, like, breaks the fourth wall and she can see that, that you know, they're telling her story. And so then that's why she screams. I was like, oh, man. Dude, I'm getting chills just talking about it right now good um but no i love in this particular song um like i mentioned it earlier with um uh the passing of lawrence um they do really interesting stuff with passing of people in costume changes and lighting and in this one in particular as Mm -hmm. people die they change into white versions of their costumes and then they go up into those rafters yeah and everything's like blue i also like saw like Eliza's like hiding in all of the scenes. Yeah. Like in the rafters. Like you can see her. <laughs> like she's like in like every single scene. Well, I think we people forget like when she was around, she was around for everything. She was there. Yeah. Um she was important. That's the finale of the musical. And it is one hell of a note to end on. It was so good. 
It was a beautiful, it was so beautifully done. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's still amazing to me the um, the impact that this musical has had. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things is, you know how in 2015 they changed the $20 bill? Yeah. That was supposed to be the $10 bill. It, they were supposed to replace Hamilton. Really? Um, but the musical got so popular that they changed it to Andrew Jackson. <laughs> I mean, Andrew Jackson was arguably worse. I, I don't think it's arguable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's totally crazy to me that this movie, musical got so big. What I mean, reasoning, what do you guys think the main reason is? Because I think it's the music. Like, I think, the I, think way it's it was, I think it was something different and unique that a lot of musicals haven't had before. Like, they haven't really had something that was, like, almost like that, like, genre, I guess, of musical. Like, it was just so different, I guess. Like, they didn't have a bunch of, like, historical musicals with rap and singing. And it was just, the cast was beautifully picked. And I don't know, it was just something different, you know? Yeah, there's been this thing, I'm trying to remember, I think it's called high entertainment and low entertainment mm-hmm. um where like it's very much like um i can't figure out how to say this a class divide in entertainment styles of like musicals are theater is high entertainment while like tv is low entertainment and i i could totally be butchering this i i yeah um and i love that hamilton just perfectly mixes the two yeah and i also really love that like this is on a streaming service. Anyone who can spend $5 and watch this now. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope we get more of this with musicals. I just, I don't know. I really like this musical. I think it's just very different from other musicals that I've like seen or like heard. It's just something that's like unique. And I know like Lin-Manuel did a bunch of like research on the top like it took him like six years or something to write this yeah i think when i was reading it like with um my shot and specifically that took him like six months yeah it's like he took it's... his time i don't blame him to write a whole musical to like sit down and like he read the book and he was like this would be a really good like idea and then to like create an entire like two and a half hour musical and have to do countless amount of research like Dude. What, you're telling me that's not an afternoon project? I don't know. I could do it. I think I think we could do it. You want to sit down? Let's brainstorm. We'll, we'll brainstorm and we'll, we'll slam this out of the park in about an hour. Okay. No problem. Okay, so um, we've gone through the entire musical at this point. Um, I think we've hit everything. Is there anything that I'm missing, though, like that we, you still want to talk about? Because you know yeah. this musical way better than I. Uh... I don't think so. I mean, like, uh, do you have anything, Amanda? No? I think we hit everything. All right. In that case, I want to pose a question to you guys. Um, We're coming up near the end of the show, but I think this is an interesting discussion. Musicals are generally stuck behind a pretty hefty paywall with with those tickets. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to get more musicals like this? Like, on, like recordings that are being put out i think they should considering everything that's been going on i think that like musicals should be made like affordable for those who can't see them um because like 
it is entertainment at the end of the day. And like, it's hard when not everyone gets to enjoy and appreciate them. And I think like, a reason like why people in like the arts, like there's not a lot of money like funded to the arts. And I think like, if people were had like more opportunities to find ways to, you know, watch without having to pay hundreds of dollars for a ticket. Like, I think like the value of musicals could like potentially go up because I think a lot of people are like missing out and they're like, oh, I don't know if I would like this and I don't want to spend, you know, $400 on a ticket or whatever. Yeah, I think think it would be like a good like starting point for a lot of people to get involved before breaking over that money. Because like, you know, like if they release more on like Disney Plus and stuff, like people are still going to pay to see the live versions. Like they're not going to lose money. Trust me. It's just like, I think it's such a different experience, but it gives those the option to watch it in their homes. And there are a lot of people that like can't go out and see it. Like people, you know, who just don't have the funds or can't travel or you know it's just a way to make it more accessible for different types of people yeah theater is something that i very 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 much love and it's a niche it is it's very much a niche and it's because of that that paywall it's so expensive that it's hard for a lot of people to fork up the money to go like when there's a lot of people who you know have to pay bills and are working and can't travel or don't have the money or the time like it's nice that, you know, you can come home after work and watch a two and a half hour musical or like split it up or whatever, or you can watch it with your family and your friends. Like it's not something that you, you don't have to pay all this money for. Yeah. The time one is also like huge in there. Cause it's like, yeah, Yeah. not everyone has like three hours to go to a, to a theater and sit down and watch this because intermission is very much a thing. Oh yeah. It's appreciated by everybody who work you know like retail jobs or minimum wage jobs and they they can't afford to take you know time off to go you know save up for a show or what you know what i'm saying like it's just yeah or there's people with young children and they you know can't bring their kids or you know it's just a bunch of different things so to summarize what we're saying record more plays put them on streaming services Please you give won't us lose more. money, I promise. People will still buy tickets to go when COVID Maybe is even more. Honestly. Oh, yeah, because then you're going to get more people finding out that they enjoy, you know, yeah. musicals. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question to you along this alliance would be, uh, what what is, like, give me one musical that you would want to see in something like this. Ooh. Um, that's hard. What would you want to see, Amanda? I just, I want to see Mean Girls really bad right now. It's so good my top um i would love i got addicted to this um this this album when i was in college i was in my theater class and we had to do costume design for it and um our teacher our our professor shout out to mara she had us um do all the costumes and listen to once on this island and it was such a good like soundtrack i would love to be able to see it like actually like played out (laughs) (laughs) fair uh if i could do one uh, i'd pick dear evan hansen easily that's a really good one if i could see dear evan hansen ben platt oh yeah with the original cast like ben Mm -hmm. platt so good i think like on the lines of like hamilton 
the reason Hamilton is streaming, other than like you know, it's widely a popular musical, oh, is yeah. that's a story that needs to be told right now. With everything going on, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Dear Evan Hansen is a story that needs to be told. And it needs to go to as many people as it can. Yeah. Um. Also, like, just a total left turn. I'd also just love to see Disney finally do something with the Lion King musical. But... I doubt they will, but, like, we'll see. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that is more realistic to see than most ideas. I guess because Lion King has been you know, around forever mm-hmm. and it's Disney owns the rights. <laughs> so I guess if anything was going to end up on Disney plus, it probably would be that, but we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, you know, if yeah. we're lucky to get there. Fingers crossed. Um, oh, yeah. that's all I got. Congrats. We've I made it to the end. Woo. Yeah. Um, so I guess this is the point of, Ashley, if you want to, do you want to pimp anything like social media, whatnot? I guess I forgot to ask you before we started recording. No, but thanks for having me. Uh, I guess just to go watch Hamilton. My content's all boring. It's just like sad memes and like anime stuff. Fair enough. So I don't, I don't want to force people to follow me. That is fair. Uh, I guess I'll just pimp the show then. Uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you all of you out there for listening. Um, of course, you can find us on Twitter at D plus us where each week we will tell you when the show's up, talk with you about Disney. And like I said, if you want to be on the show, go ahead and find us there. Um, it would mean a lot if you could go onto iTunes and rate us. Uh, the more ratings we get and the more good ratings we get, uh, the more people see the show, the more people find us and the more, We all get to hang out and talk about Disney. So please, if you can, that would be awesome. That's all we've got for this week. So until next time, have a magical week.